Hey everyone. Every morning after The Bachelor airs, I spend roughly six to eight delightful minutes chatting with radio personalities Jessica and Murphy over at Star 104 in Erie, PA. FYI, radio personalities are the voices that come out of your car speaker when you punch that little button that says FMAM. It's not artificial intelligence. These are not distant relatives of Siri or Alexa. They are real breathing people. And our conversations sizzle when I offered that this week's episode was good. Jessica Murphy balked, accurately stating that the Goose and Crystal's wedding was a big fat snooze fest. That is a true statement, but the stuff that went on around and during the wedding was gold. There was a verbal argument, a Disney princess who strut her stuff, and there's a new boy in town, a very tall boy. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 128 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I am here with some guy in Austin. Um, It is late at night, and we are doing this podcast, and we are recording this podcast right after the Tuesday episode of Bachelor in Paradise. So everything is very fresh. We've just come off of the wedding. How do you feel about this episode? We are as freshly painted as Kaylin and Connor on their new date. Um (laughs) But I'm hoping, you know, because you add a lot of production value to this after, you know, uh-huh. after after I just say what I'm going to say and you make me sound good or yeah. bad or whatever. Right. Um, now, I'm hoping you mixed in some Matt Stell for the lead in. But Who? I, I, exactly. <laughs> I'm suspicious that you're not going to be able to find that on iTunes. I don't want to buy that. Because I don't think you can. A Matt Stell wreck. Does anyone know who the hell that is? Is he like a legit Laura dude? I knew who he was. Really, and Laura sang along just, with him. Yes, it's not just some guy that they hired at the. Uh, well, that's like, what we were asking. Where is um, Judd? Where is James Taylor yeah. and the other guy, Luke? I mean, they have all of these people in their roster. They could just pull someone up and they choose Matt Stell. Is I that his name, you, Matt Stell? Uh, Matt Stell, I think I can okay. tell you where Jed and Luke are. They are, I mean, uh, Jed and um, James Taylor are the, the fake James Taylor are. Um, you just have to take a right on the Boulevard of Broken Dreams um, and maybe drive half a mile down. And I thought see you were going to say the C stage at Stagecoach. <laughs> where, where Blake apparently mated with everything in sight. <laughs> I thought he was going to make a move on John Paul Jones tonight. I, I had this, this feeling that that's sort of how everything, you know, materializes Stagecoach right. is, hey, you want to talk about it? Next thing you know, boom. Yeah, you know? can we chat? Can we chat? Exactly. Let's talk about John Paul Jones. He Let's. was a big, huge chunk of actually both episodes. More yeah. on Monday, where he was in demand. Yeah, Tasha pulled a Katie, and she yeah. said, "Hey, if you want to go explore other things, you should." And is she well, doing thought- this to be nice? No, she's doing this no. because Derek is now available. 
Well, yeah, and, and let's just let's just. I don't think pulling a Katie is accurate. I mean, I think Katie sort of slipped on a banana, right? True. Um, and that worked out for her because Bukowski came around. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Tasha was over it and was trying to be nice. Now that, as we know, kind of came back to haunt her tonight. She mm-hmm. should have just cut it off and said, "Look, I'm not interested." And you know, you're a fun, you're a fun guy to hang out with, but um, you know, I'm not into you. But she didn't do that, and she left the door open, and she paid the consequence tonight. Tajwan came down the cobblestone steps, and she comes down, but she has a date yes. card, and she she chooses John Paul Jones. Because, you know, of course, Taisha has just mm-hmm. said, go explore and, and do what you do in paradise. So they go. It's very awkward. He has this weird laugh that he's doing now. And I'm, I'm just unsure. It was it was as if he was higher on something. No, let me tell you what I thought about. Remember when in that terrible Batman movie when Heath Ledger transforms over a few minutes time into the Joker. Why so serious? That's, I mean, it's exactly what happened from episode one, episode two. And then he just went berserk at that wedding and made up a bunch of stuff about Derek and his his podcast. Nope. Nope. (laughs) You're you're a fraud. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Oh. Derek and Tasha are the only two. Well, Derek, Tasha, and Sydney are the three adults on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, Big Mike, is one step behind them, I think. True. Um, and then if you take the other four, those four out of the mix, it's a free, freaking free for all. Plus, we added one of the twins in that yeah. crazy no, mixture, no. and just everybody's Eastern licking blessed. the spoon. Everybody's licking the spoon. What does that mean? The spoon of crazy. <laughs> They all make a batch of crazy, and you mix it up and lick the spoon. Duh. Oh, right. oh it's, a metaf- it's a metaphor. Okay. God is great. Beer is good. And people are crazy. So John Paul Jones is a hot mess. He's crazy with Tajwan one date, the twin the other date. And then we have Kalen and Dean, and something interesting happens with them. That was one of the characters that you were excited to talk about. Why don't you tell everybody why? Well, so I thought Dean's obviously charismatic, and he's a good dude, I think, as far as you know, getting along with people and whatever. But I think I saw that coming. And I got to tell you, tonight, when he sat her down and told her the truth, I, I respected him for it. Mm-hmm. He, I, that showed me he had grown from last season or he just, it was so painful, you know, for him to, to deal what he dealt with after last season that he learned his lesson, sort of like a, you know, a, a Pavlov's dog or something, you know, he just was conditioned that, you know, look, I'm in this situation again and I don't want it to get out of control, but I respected him for telling her the truth. Apparently he comes back next week, which make will make me respect him less, but he told her the truth and, um, I didn't think doing it on her birthday was, uh, fair. <laughs> Especially after she recorded her in the moment. She's like, Dean was so sweet. Made my day so special. And he's like, look, uh, my cardigan sweater and I want to talk to you over here on the beach bed. Uh, Yeah, this is not going to work. Earlier in the day, she, or maybe it was Monday, she went and told him, what, you know, where's your head at on your neck? And Mm -hmm. what, what are we doing here? What, what, what are we doing? And he flat out told her, I don't want to be that guy who goes to dinner parties. I don't want to talk about my emotions. 
I yeah. don't think you will like my life outside of paradise. So well, and not only that, not only that, but but he those are all don'ts, right? But he also said, I do <laughs> I do want to live in a van and uh-huh. travel the country for nine days at a time. I mean, uh-huh. he he was very explicit about what what, what and then she was like, Well, okay. I'm not sure if I'm gonna believe that. Right. You know? Right. Was, yeah. So then he's thinking, okay, she didn't turn me down. Because if, if, if memory serves me correctly, he said something along the lines of, and if you're my girlfriend, that's kind of stupid. Okay. That's pretty much a direct quote. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she so was like, he says oh. that to her and she doesn't flip him off or walk away. So he's thinking, yeah. all right, here we go. Yeah. And he does a big She's birthday like, party for her. And then she death grips him and says how much she loves him. And he's so great. And that's when he went, Meh, I think I need to remove mm-hmm. myself from the equation. I will give him credit, though. He didn't pull a who was the one that bailed out on John Paul Jones last week? The, the one that just on Oh, yeah. He actually had the courtesy to give her the rose, uh, sing her her happy birthday, and say, I'm out. Right, because some some people were saying, why why is he giving her a rose then? And she even said, why did he give me a rose? And I thought, so you can stay another week. Yeah, so you can stick around and paint yourself with uh, Connor, dude. With Connor, with tall Connor, which I cannot tell you. So fast forwarding to tonight, and we're at the Goose and Crystal's wedding. And we have this pre-party coming in. And here comes Connor with Chase from Once Upon a Time. I can't even remember. Don't who remember. Was he, he on the was left in. or right? Who was the he man bun? He was on the right. The man bun was Brooks. Did you watch Desiree season? Yeah, but don't remember. I don't remember any of that. He's Brooks. the one that she loved. Ah. And he said no. Yes, I do remember him now. But I, didn't re- I wouldn't have recognized him. I didn't recognize half the people there. But the, it was it was just a smorgasbord of bachelor in paradise people and yeah. just regular bachelor people. And yeah. I want to say 80% of their wedding was a bachelor reunion. Yeah. Harrison exercised his powers, the powers vested in him he did. Uh, to marry them. And then I thought was very odd was when uh, and we can we can sort of um, couch this real quick. Um, but when John Paul Jones was confronting Derek, which we've already established was a ridiculous scenario. Um, for the goose to call everyone over and say, look, um, uh, I want to talk to everybody in paradise. And then he proceeds to say, um, 60% of you are invited to the reception. <laughs> and, and he doesn't even say like, thanks or what. It's just like, Oh, we're, we're, I w- we're not going. Yeah. And that was it. So, I, you know, <laughs> but I that was the, a weird way to break the news to everybody. It was. You know? It was. <laughs> and Crystal probably said, you do that. I can't believe John Paul Jones just ruined my reception. Because exactly, right. they're yelling over on the side. Der- well, John, well Paul John Paul Jones is yelling. yelling yeah, and yeah. Derek is trying to have a conversation. Boiling that down for everyone, John Paul Jones thinks that Derek is not here for the right reasons. He mm-hmm. just wants to meet women on in his DMs and, and bed them for his podcast. And bed them yeah. for his podcast, which is right. so strange. And he kept saying, no, no, no. And John Paul Jones is going to fight for Tasha because he doesn't think that Derek is worthy. Right. And but but he doesn't want to hear a word Derek has to say. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's so by he, way of explanation. Yeah. Exactly. And so he thinks, hey, this wedding reception live on TV right now is the perfect time to have 
a conversation with Derek about this and everybody thought it was inappropriate. Did you think maybe his um, pants and shirt were just too tight and they were restricting the circulation to his brain? Yeah. I also think stripped down to the speedo. Well, and then he, he cried like a baby to Blake. I thought maybe look, dude, maybe hydrate and quit drinking for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Might get your head back a little bit. Maybe eat a little chocolate, you know, get your blood sugar up yeah. and um, try to even yourself out. That has to be it. He's That's, that's he's a big part of it. all I'm over sure. the map right now. Yeah. He's uh-huh. all over the map. And he probably just eats chicken nugs all day long and drinks. Yep. And But my favorite part about the goose saying, hey, everybody, I'm going to say some names. And if I say your name, you're going to the party. And then, and no, he kept saying, you're going to sit at our table. That's how he said it. So when the rejects didn't get their name called they all assumed well they still get to go to the party they just don't get to sit up there with them no 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 no. they were sent back to the beach and i clapped at that part and the best split was clay and nicole because angela this ex we've been hearing about that annalise said once upon a time hey i don't think y'all are over each other and y'all were talking about houses and babies oh she is um in the wedding she is a bridesmaid and she walks down that aisle like she owns it and she well is... and by the way i have to say i have to tell you she looked fantastic yes she did i mean i, I thought she agree. looked great and then that was like you go girl like all you know all the all the, it was like this all the women were like oh you show him so he's but, with her oh yes. my gosh look and, at her she looks like j-lo <laughs> <laughs> but did, did you find it odd and i don't know if this is just me being a girl and you being a guy that that nicole kept asking clay or talking about how angela never came up to her and did she ask about me and clay said no well she never even came up to yeah. me what is that about and i thought why would she well, want to come was- up to you well, and then this is Clay is just inept. I mean, when they're talking about it afterward, she's like asking those questions. Did she ask about me? What did she say? How did you feel? And he's like, Well, she's still pretty special to me. And mm-hmm. and, and she's Nicole's like, Oh, really? And then she's like, Well, did you tell her about me? Well, yeah, I I told her I was seeing someone. <laughs> well, A, no, you didn't. But B, you're in, you know, you're in the same room for a few hours. Right. Uh, you want to make your you want to make your your current situation feel confident. You know, you 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 actually walk up to the ex, no matter how uncomfortable it is, and you say, "Hi, it's nice to see you. This mm-hmm. is Nicole, who I happen to be dating at this time. Please don't um, confront me with any <laughs> awkward conversations during this entire event. Thank you. Nice to see you." And Nicole's fine. Um, Angela goes to the bathroom and talks to her friends about you know how J Lo has taken her man. You know. It just there was an easier way to handle that situation. Mm-hmm. And poor Clay, we saw it when um, Ronaldo or whatever the guy's you know whatever the guy's name was, that, other uh, Christian, yeah, that's different <laughs> soccer player, yeah, other Christian, um, in his white pants got slammed by Jordan. I mean, that was just a refusal on Clay's part to react. Yeah. You know, he just he's completely removed from his own situation, and it's coming back to haunt him. Here's my guess: Nicole's done. I agree. I think Tasha was absolutely correct. If if Angela walks down the steps, it's over. And guess what? Angela walks down the steps next week. Yeah, I know. Shocking. I stood up and clapped at that too. Because I Why? Think... Why are you so sadistic this week? <laughs> I'm saucy right now. I no, I just <laughs> don't love um I don't like Nicole very much. 
And so I've, I, no, I, I would like love it season. if Angela comes down and, and dates somebody else. Not Derek, because I want him to be The Bachelor, but somebody else. Not John Paul Jones, because he's annoying. John Paul Jones was fantastic um, Monday night. Now, tonight, mm-hmm. the guy just took a dive, man. I mean, it was like he ran out of gas above the mountains, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, he just... He just fell from thirty thousand feet straight down. I thought that, that was you're right. It, it was it became annoying at a point. Poor Wells, you know. Wells is like this sober guy who just got engaged that's taking the gig for a few bucks and right. he's gotta to listen to all this nonsense and try to sort it out. And like, Wells, put on your bartender shirt and he's like, Man, come on. <laughs> Sarah Highland makes like a million dollars an episode and I'm down here. I don't even get to hang out with Neil Lane and Harris. Exactly. Purgatory, you know, he's like he's like better than the cast, but you not don't know. He might get, he might get to sleep in in a room adjacent to Harrison, or maybe below on the floor below. Sort of on the same, they maybe share a walkway or something to the breakfast buffet. Or yeah. something. he's he's in there with Jorge and the ABC and exactly Jorge's Torres, exactly. <laughs> Here's another thing that happened at the wedding after party because Caitlin was invited. Hey, by the way, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. Don't lose your train of thought. But since when do we call a wedding after party wedding after party? It, I've always called it a reception. It is. Is, is it that is. Now, uh, now? Do we toast at the wedding after party or do we cheers at the after wedding party? <laughs> is this a nomenclature thing that there's been this huge shift? In vernacular that uh, we've just been unaware of because we're old now, or how does that work? I have no clue. I, I think part of me thinks that they called it a, an after party because that wedding was halfway fake. It was a they, little low rent, don't you they, think? Didn't well, they you, like, cried like pull out a, tables. Yeah, they the at the wedding they cried a lot, and I thought, man, maybe this. At first, I just thought it was pomp and circumstance, and then I thought, well, maybe this is real because they had. Real true tears. And I think that they're probably going to get remarried again and have a, a real wedding reception somewhere else off camera. But ABC's footing the bill. So that's why they called it an after party. I don't know. I like It's like I said, I just I felt like that. And then, then twice, I think John Paul Jones and then um, who else went on a date? It was another person that cheers something. We, oh, and we've talked about that. Cheer, cheersing Derek, something is not a verb. Derek cheers. Derek, I was yeah. highly disappointed in him. He should know better. Not He's a verb. 32. It's a toast. And you exactly. say cheers. During the after party, Kaylin zeroes in on Connor and shimmies out to the dance floor and gets beside him and says, Hey, you want to go chat? And I thought, No, he wants to dance. But he leaves because yeah. it's Kaylin. And she is honest and says she got dumped the night before, but if she's really honest, she's so glad she got to meet him because he's the one she's had her eye on. Do you of believe course. that? Of course I don't. But but I also think <laughs> when I looked at Miss Some Guy and I was like, dude, I hope this works out. She deserves you know, she deserves the night off the off the reservation. You know? Yeah. Like they they've been kind of beating her up with the whole they, they knew it was gonna happen with Dean you know, all that kind of stuff. And she's kind of taking it on the chin the whole, mm-hmm. you know, four weeks. So I was happy to see that. They seemed like they had a really great time. She seemed happy for the first time. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, he's taller than Dean. He's got a real job. Apparently he's got a, a, a house with, you know, four walls or at least an apartment mm-hmm. that doesn't have wheels on it. And he doesn't spend nine weeks at a time in Yellowstone. So, you know, that, that's looking pretty good. <laughs> what do you think about his voice? 
I think him and John Paul Jones need to be recorded having a conversation. <laughs> Maybe they need to read Shakespeare. Some kind of they, they just pull out, you know, an act of Hamlet and let let them read it, you know, <laughs> to each other. <laughs> Maybe Harrison could be like like King Lear, and those guys could be, you know, whatever. I it's just those guys have like the same affect, uh, except different hair, and it's annoying as hell both like, times around. Bra to that own self betrayal. <laughs> Something's rot in Denmark, dude. <laughs> Sir, Kalen, yeah, how are you doing? Bra. Yeah, it was, it's annoying, but the Demi's little um, oh little my impression god, that was end, so that funny. Was the, that was the best, and I usually don't laugh at those things. I think ah, it's stupid, but that really, she was. It was perfect. She was she, on fire with that. The Christine I'll, I'll impression include some was, audio of that if I can find yeah. it. Hey, Christina. Uh, my name is Connor. I was on Hannah's season of The Bachelorette. I don't care if you were on The Bachelorette. I'm here to find love. Can you give me love? Uh, well, your beautiful smile is really special. And uh, I'll leave sticky notes all over the place and make you feel really good about it. I don't care. Your name is not Blake. Your name is not Dean. This is not stagecoach. I mean, the Christina impression was solid, too. Oh, so good. I do not care. Your name is not Dean. Your (laughs) name is Blake. (laughs) Which, let's talk about Christina for a minute. She thinks that Kaylin is all about her sloppy seconds, which I don't know where she gets that from. Incorrect, yes. I mean, just like John Paul Jones is delusional this week. Um, so is Christina. That's not the way it happened. And, um, you know, Kaylin's just sort of caught in the middle. It all started on Monday night when we have rose ceremony time and Christina manipulates her way into getting Blake's rose. Did she ever? I I mean, she, she really, she wiggled her way. Blake Blake was so afraid of her Mm -hmm. that he, he cut off a relationship with Caitlin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who was, you know, was, was looked like a, a well-fed, pretty Olsen twin. Yeah. Um, he had a shot with her. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Christina talked him out of it. Clearly talked him out of it. He was yeah. terrified of her. She said, if you don't want her to be your girlfriend, if you don't want her to think she has a shot with being engaged at the end of this, you can't give her your rose. You should like, give it to okay. me. Okay. And he did. Okay. Yeah. It was terrible. And he did. Uh, and so then... At this party, this after party, she's sidling up next to Connor, too. And she's sort of, hey, hey. But then he makes out with Kaylin in this other room set up for one-on-ones. Which is the same, making out, which is the same couch Angela and Clay had a long conversation (laughs) about. But I really, I have feelings for you. I want you to be happy. I want you to be happy. Uh The best part was Clay, you know, Clay's like kind of this matter of fact guy that just, is a victim of his own, you know, lack of testosterone or something as, as ironic as that is. But, but he was like, when the next morning he's talking to somebody, he says, so did you talk to Angela? Yeah. I talked to her. Well, how did it go? Well, she's, she still seems a little bitter over things. (laughs) I thought a little. (laughs) She has mastered the eyebrow arch. Yeah. So beautiful. She couldn't wait. She could not wait to get in that on the conversation couch. 
uh, and just be like, yeah, how you been? And then, you know, it was on. But I mm-hmm. I don't feel bad for Clay. He just creates his own nonsense, you know? Anyway. Yeah. I want her to come down and yay, and then she gets to dump him. Who would she go? Who would she run off with, though? She'd have to steal. Well, Bukowski's have, probably for Yeah, it. she'd have. <laughs> that's exactly right. She'd have <laughs> to steal somebody. Maybe, I don't know, Mike. Yes. I don't know. I don't think he and Sydney are feeling each other at all. They're just both there to stay in paradise. They're never together. She's far too stable and smart to be mm-hmm. anywhere near. You know? And then I think Tasha's, you know, just kind of into the drama enough. But Tasha's an adult, yeah. and I think Derek too. Um, although I think there is a little bit of credibility to John Paul Jones that Derek sort of likes being a Bachelor Nation. I think he probably realizes at this point that he has a shot. Mm-hmm. And and he's gonna he's gonna stick around, but I do think he's a he's a stable dude. Back to Kaylin, she said no less than four times the next morning. I'm just really sad because that's the last time I'm gonna see Connor. I'm just really sad that he's not here. I, I wanted Connor to walk down there from day one. I'm just really sad. So of course yeah. Connor walks down and he talks to well, two like- people: Mother Russia and her. But did you see that the drone shot before the wedding? <laughs> if you notice, the beach no. is literally a hundred yards from the freaking resort. Oh, it it's is? the same property. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'll never see Connor again. I'm like, yeah, you will. He's going to put on a bathing suit and leave his hotel room. <laughs> like, how do you not know that at this point? You know, and. Like, how does Clay not know Angela's going to come down to the freaking beach? Like, it's so obvious. Because they were just wedding guests. They weren't invited to paradise. But yes, they were. I thought that uh, the run-through of the people who were super happy was good. Um, uh, And then I was surprised to see that Tasha, I mean, I'm sorry, Tia and Raven were in the same room. Because they were the same person. Right. Um, I thought Tia looked great. I thought Raven looked great. Um, uh, uh, Garrett was not with Becca. I didn't notice. Uh, mm-hmm. Becca looked like she had some work done, or she lost some weight, or something. Hmm. Something looked different about her. I Maybe mean, I think they all—they all trained hard before they came to this very hey, televised wedding. Right. But let me ask you this: Didn't the Canadian bow hunky fireman guy? Didn't he break up with Astrid? Or no. did, did they end up? Getting- Oh, mm-hmm. they, they, I mean, they sort of did in Paradise, but got together before Paradise was uh, over. Because mm-hmm. I thought, well, you know, because I liked her, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he was a little cheesy, but I, I, I liked him, and I thought they, you know, he, he was, um, he was limiting himself. And my recollection was that they broke up, and he cried a lot. But I guess they got back together. I don't remember. Yes, they did. And she, she had a zinger with Blake. When he's standing there, it's her and the Bohunk, Canadian Bohunk fireman and Ashley and Jared. And he's standing there and they're asking him how Paradise is going. And something, so, I don't know what he says. And Astra goes, you should just go home then. After she said you should go home then, she did the, the slit your throat sign. And she goes, you're, you're <laughs> <f-ed."> <laughs> She did. I forgot about that. <laughs> Solid. I was like, yeah. And Astra tells it like it is. I love it. I love it. She's like, dude, that really happened to you? Like, oh man, that's terrible. Like, you're never going to recover from that. You should, you should leave. uh -uh. (laughs) He, dude, he's a bachelor guy. I mean, think about how much fun he's had, you know, on their dime. 
but listen to this. I forget that he's available. So what if Angela asks him to go? She's not going to. And even if she does, he's going to end up with Christina. I'm telling you. Okay. They're going to make a pact because she saved him. He saved her. But they're even now. Right. But they're going to end up having a conversation. It's going to be on and she's going to make a bad decision. And it is what it is. And then we'll be watching their wedding next season. (laughs) No. (laughs) While three other people fight in the lobby over. That's exactly right. You know, we may be watching (laughs) Kaylin and Connor's wedding. Because we know that whenever you cover yourself in body paint and then roll around on a canvas making out, that you're meant for each other. Well, let me ask you this. Now, there's a contradiction in some of the uh, the episode on Monday as to what we've learned in the past. Because three women by the the fire, the light of the beach fire, swear that Colton is the worst kisser ever. Now, didn't didn't What's-Her-Face... who do you end up with with the hot sister? Cassie. Cassie. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I really want the hot sister to show up in paradise. Maybe she anyway, let's just wish come think. true. Mm-hmm. Look, if Matt Stell can get a ticket to paradise, <laughs> the sister deserves a freaking ticket to paradise. You tell Laura, I don't believe her because that's the freaking first time that guy's ever done anything in his entire life outside his like eighth grade talent show. <laughs> Um, so anyway, didn't Cassie say that he was like the best kisser ever? Mm-hmm. Wasn't or somebody there, did. Maybe it or, was Tia. Somebody did. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And then they, there were three women on the thing that said, mm-hmm. uh, oh, I'm just being nice. Even Tasha said, oh, I'm just being nice. He was not a good kisser, but he learned toward the end, whatever that means. And then she um, said, because I'm a good so anyway, teacher. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure her over-controlling dad love to hear that right now okay i'm gonna ask you this question you can ask me the reverse um best catch of the remaining people right now like who if you if you were Lindsay and you walked down the steps who would you see a future with Derek. i mean setting all setting all the nonsense aside Derek, really i just don't i know you think he's got that john krasinski thing mm-hmm. everything is gonna be totally fine sorry um are you free for dinner tonight? Yes. All right. Then it's a date. I'm sorry, what was the question? You're right. He is a stable adult. He's got a job. I just don't find him attractive. Hey, he's got a podcast. That is super attractive. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a podcast. Does that count? <laughs> no. <laughs> The funniest oh. so another thing, just as a side note, Mrs. Some Guy, um, uh, she has this uh, this meeting that she goes to every Friday in San Marcos. So she's got like an, you know, it's it's thirty minutes away, but with traffic, it's like an hour and ten. And so she'll listen to three or four of the podcasts to catch up. And she comes home and she's like, "I took notes. Um, <laughs> what was the dirty word you said when you, you know, she I, she gets me to fill her in and all the filthy comments. I'm like, that's from Becca's season. Like I don't remember." What dirty word? <laughs> it's like, so I had to fill in the blanks. Like, oh yeah, I had to fill in the blanks. So she's got a front row seat to all the filthy comments you bleep out. Mm-hmm. Some people DM me okay, so, all the time wanting to know your filthy yeah, comments. Yeah. 
Okay, so so Derek is your guy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let me go. If I had two. to, if I had if, a number two, um, huh, I would probably say mm, Big Mike. Okay, yeah, he's a good. You know, he seems fun, and he mm-hmm. seems pretty easy to get along with. I could definitely see that, Derek. I Derek, I think would be a good like. From a guy's perspective, I think I would hang out with a guy like him just because he's low key, he's yeah. smart. So those are two good picks. Yeah. All right. So who would I pick? Let's see. Yes. I, I don't. I think I would take. I would take the Russian on a date because I would find her very attractive, no. but I would also find her challenging. Uh-uh. Yeah, I would take the Russian on a date. I'm not saying I would marry her. I'm just saying I'd take her on a date to figure her because out. I think you she'd find be interesting. Her challenging. Well, I, I I would like to get to the bottom of the I eat lipstick as an orphan. That would intrigue me. Like, what you know, what 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 are your issues? And she's attractive, so that, that I don't think she's like the most attractive, but I think I would take her somewhere. Okay. Um, um I might want to take Hannah G on a date just to see Dean cry. I mean, um, um, uh, Dylan cry. <laughs> not Mateo. Um, no, we have not Mateo. Or whatever his name is, and and then I would I think I would I think I would take Tasha on a date. She's very pretty yeah. and she seems like a lot of fun. Yeah, and stable and cool and all that stuff. Those would be my top three. Do you, the other thing that struck me is for the people who weren't on camera, like Mike and uh, Sydney were doing break dancing on the beach uh, mm-hmm. last week. They were they were doing gymnastics on the beach. Um, I just can't imagine how bored. I mean, you oh, know, there's like a so dog bored. fence. You know, like an electric fence where they just yeah. have some kind of shock bracelet. They can't go too far off the beach. Yeah. Um, that's what I think. So that's what that ace bandage around their waist with the thing. I don't think that's a microphone. I think that's like a shock <laughs> collar where they can't wander too far away from the camera. Otherwise, they get some sort of shock that sends them back. That is so true. You never see them going past that big rock where they all go to cry. That's right. Because there's, there's a big them. robot behind that. <laughs> There's a big, there's a transformer <laughs> behind that. Yeah, exactly. And that's why all they do is sleep because there's nothing else to do. You're it's you're drinking drink. and then you're sleeping. Let's end with something fun. What is one of your favorite songs of all time that people would know? Aside from that Matt Stell song I heard mm-hmm, tonight, mm-hmm. that is going to be forever ingrained in my mind there you go uh one of my favorite songs of all times i'm gonna go with david allen co you never even call me by my name will you recite some of the lyrics in either john paul jones's accent or connor's accent to take us out of this episode well i was drunk dude the day my mom got out of prison And I, uh, I went to pick her up in the rain. But before I could get to the station in my pickup truck, she got run over by an old train, dude. How's that? <laughs> Bro. <Bruh. laughs> Should I cry? Because that, I mean, that's pretty accurate. I don't know. Hey, by the way, prediction. <laughs> Does Kaylin end up happy at the end of the season, or is she just a victim of paradise? I don't care. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> Neither does Dean. Before I put on my makeup, I say a little prayer for you. Walk home in my hair now. I'm wondering what dress to wear now. I say a little prayer for you forever. Hey, thank you all for listening. I know a lot of you are getting tired of all the Bachelor talk on this podcast. So this week, we're starting to do two episodes. One Bachelor related and one not. This week, my friend Laura and I discussed Taylor Swift's new Lover album, which we love. Next week, Todd is back to preview some fall movies. Again, he's the one that will give you your Oscar nominations. I will give you the ones that involve cartoons and superheroes and romance. And back by popular demand, Mama has agreed to tackle another love story. Spoiler, it's really a musical, but I didn't tell her that. We're just going with it. And if you want to read the full recaps of Bachelor in Paradise, you can find them on I Hate Green Beans. Both episodes help me, Lord. And FYI, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and let us know your thoughts, preferably with a five-star review. But you do you. Thank you so much, and make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. If you're still listening to this by now, please forget to check out my books if you haven't already, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. That includes Barnes & Noble, Amazon, maybe even your local independent bookshop. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever. Say you love me too.